Welcome to the Weights and Wine Podcast. This is a podcast for all the girlies who love to lift super heavy weights, eat their body weight and protein, get their steps in, and also eat mozzarella sticks, fried calamari, and take some tequila shots over the weekend. If this sounds like you and you are a fit girlie who loves balance, then you're in the right place. I'm your host, Nedaveda. Let's get into this episode. Welcome back. This has been such a weird week. I am recovering from my injury, which like isn't really an injury. I had a baker's cyst, so it's like kind of an injury. Like it's just very annoying, but it's manageable. Like it's not preventing me from working out. It's just making it harder to, and I have to do a lot of adaptations. But anyway, that's been fixed until I made the mistake of going hard last night at my orange theory class which it wasn't the workout itself it was that i and my ego was like oh i'm fine like yeah there's a little bit of fluid still back there but i can go ahead and sprint it up but i apparently could not so i'm paying for it significantly today so we're doing a little bit of a regression but it's fine everything's fine it will be fine <laughs> just some ice and rest but we'll see how much rest I actually get because I'm just such an active person and I hate when people tell me to rest because I'm like, I don't know what rest is. Like even when I read my books and you guys know I'm a huge reader, especially if you follow me on Instagram, I love reading books. I do it while I walk on the treadmill because I can't just sit down and read a book. Like I can, but I fall asleep. I I just, I can't do it. It's not for me. I was not meant to sit and read a book. I was meant to walk and read a book. And the only place I can do that without falling down or getting hit by a car is at the gym on a treadmill. So I can't take hot girl walks reading and I'm not into audiobooks. Not sure why. I just, I like physically holding a book. I don't even buy books on Kindle or on my iPad. Like I bought one book only because it was like an online only book or like you could only download it digitally. Like they didn't have a physical copy of it. And I did it for my flight so that I had, I wouldn't have to bring two books. I had one physical book and then I had a book on my iPad that I read through. So I forgot how we got here, but that's besides the point. Um, I actually can't wait to talk about my not if my fake injury because it is an injury, but it's just, it's, I think it's funny. Um, today's episode, we are going to talk about full days of eating or what I eat in a days. And that's what the acronym FDOE or what I eat W E I I A D. <laughs> You've probably seen either or of those and it's, I love them. I love doing them, but I have so many thoughts on these. We're going to talk all about what they are. There's a stigma around them, what the reality of them are, and who you should probably go to for better information. So without further ado, let's get into this episode. Let's talk all about full days of eating and yeah, let's go from there. 
So the first part is, and I'm going to refer to them as FDOEs because the W one is just too many letters for me. FDOE stands for full days of eating. So what it is, is usually a video or a reel or a TikTok or a YouTube video or something on social media that shows how and what a person ate in a day. They'll follow you along. They'll say, welcome back. This is what I eat in a day some type of intro like that. And then they'll take you along on their food journey. So this, I mean, ranges like everyone has done it. Fitness people do it. Celebrities do it. Athletes have done it. Random people on the internet like myself do it. <laughs> and I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, I think that the... So when it they when bleh, when health and fitness became more prevalent on social media, it was a lot. It was a few years ago, and a lot in that was more women were coming onto the scene and sharing their workouts. And what the big driver was with that was lots of glute and leg day workouts. So you had that title, and you had that clickbait picture. And then that's what attracted people to click on your posts, to follow you, to like yourself, etc. Similarly with full days of eating, there's a lot of flashy words that people use. What I eat in a day to lose weight, full day of eating to lose weight and maintain muscle. What I eat in a day to gain muscle. What I eat in a day for booty gains. Like what I eat in a day for stomach fat loss. Like there's so many words you can use to make your video stand out because anyone and everyone can post a full day of eating video. But what people have been doing is differentiating them and taking that authenticity away. And I right now, for example, I'm cutting. So I could write what I eat in a day to cut weight. I could also define it as what I eat in a day to lose body fat. I could also define it as what I eat in a day to lose fat and maintain muscle. Um, what I eat in a day to what I eat in a day for hot girl summer prep. Like there's so many different ways you can label it and categorize it. So one of the things I noticed happened in the fitness, in the health and fitness field was that these weren't just full days of eating anymore. These were more directed towards a specific niche of clients and viewers and audiences and followers, which is a great thing because everyone should have their own niche. Like if you listen to this podcast, you're more, you're more, you're, I cannot talk today. You're most likely a female who lifts weights and tracks macros. You love protein, but you also understand balance. And you know that eating rice crispy treats here and there and snacking on chips is not the end of the world. You know about balance. With other niches though, there, I don't know how to like phrase this. There are other people though, for example, if you're someone who's just like just beginning the fitness field and you want to know what to eat to build muscle, then you're going to have a lot easier of a time filtering through and finding that video for you than another one. But again, that doesn't necessarily mean anything because you could still be cutting weight like I am now and you could still be gaining muscle. So but one of the things I noticed was that the full days of eating videos kind of really went into more niche specific things. But again, niches overlap as well. 
I think they started off with good intent. It showed how to eat healthy foods, how to eat fun meals, how to incorporate that into your life. Um, I know a lot of accounts, what they started doing, like I have a friend from college and she documented, she made a separate Instagram, she documented her whole weight loss journey. And that she does a lot of what I eat in a day videos and they're awesome to watch. And I think other people do it to show like food is fuel. Like, Hey, if you actually want to gain muscle, you actually need to eat food. Like if you want to look toned and you want to lose body fat and you want to not be skinny fat, but you want to be like muscular and lean and toned and whatever, you're going to have to learn how to eat. So those videos I love watching and I think they have really good intent behind them. What I think's happened over the trajectory of this whole era of people posting what they eat in a days, it seems to have lost its spark. And I feel like now it's mainly for clicks and likes, which goes back to the whole niche. Thing. Oh, what I ate in a day for a smaller waist. And it's like uh, a smaller, like, do you mean eating in a deficit? Do you mean that you train your back to give that illusion of a smaller waist? Because we know from my previous episode on how to get a snatched waist, a snatched and smaller waist comes from the illusion of just having bigger glutes and more developed lats. So what I think's happened and is just that whole clickbait thing. I think a lot of it has, I think a lot of the people making these videos realize that like, yeah, once you post a certain video, it's like, okay, it does great. And you post similar ones and they continue doing great. And then all of a sudden it's going to be kind of repetitive. So now we have to amp it up. Like now, what can we do now to get more viewers and more clicks and more likes? And then you start changing the titling a little bit. Or what you can have now is also sponsorship. So if you're sponsored by a pre-workout company or by a certain meal prep company or literally anything, you just throw their name in and then boom, you get money for it. I've done it before. I'm sponsored by, I was sponsored by pre-workout companies. I do sponsor with meal prep companies and you throw their name in and then you get money, they get money. It's a win-win. So it kind of depends on how you want to look at it because you can look at them like you're getting information and you're learning, okay, how can I eat to not to look like someone else, but how can I eat to feel energized? How can I make a well-balanced meal? How can I also incorporate maybe not as better meals for you? How can I incorporate croissants or donuts or cereal? Like how can I put that into my daily life without going off track? And I think that if you find people who really do those videos, like truly, that's a game changer, like who show you the balance of it. But when it goes back to the whole sponsorship things, like I've done full days of eating where I start off working out, I'm like, oh, here's my pre-workout snack. Now I'm going to go have this pre-workout from blah, blah, blah company. And then I go into my whole breakfast, lunch, and dinner, all my snacks. But the main focus of that is a pre-workout company. Similarly, with any other company that sponsors you, you're going to put an emphasis on that as well while you're eating. So if you are sponsored by a meal prep company or a nutrition company or something or a supplement company, I'm sure you're going to say, oh, I had their pre-workout. Then I had their protein powder. Then I had their protein bars throughout the day. Like it's so obvious with that. 
So my best advice for this is look at full days of eating for inspiration and see, okay, here's how I can eat throughout the day to get my protein in, get my calories in, eat delicious food because we are never going to eat bland food because bland food is boring. And then how can I also balance it? But just again, be wary of, okay, is this person using literally the same exact company and does it say paid or like sponsor post or like paid programming or something? Because is paid programming the old, oh my God, I think that's like the old, um, like when they had commercials, it was like paid programming, like by PBS or something. <laughs> I just aged myself a lot. Okay. Going back to it though. Just keep an eye out for that because those will more likely be geared towards you buying something else. But I think in general, these videos are freaking awesome. They are great. They really are. And they really do give you inspiration, especially if you're someone who likes to prep their meals and likes to meal prep, but you just don't know what to meal prep. Or if you know what you, or if you like, you know, you have to meal prep, but you're like, well, what do I meal prep? These are great. And I've gotten a lot of my meal prep inspo from these videos as well, because you can see people being like, hey, I meal prep this buffalo chicken on Sunday, and here's how I use it for three meals throughout the day or throughout the week or whatnot. So that's kind of my gist on that. I also feel like what's happened with full days of eating, and this kind of goes more into mukbang style eating, is that because everything's documented and on social media, people for whatever reason, they just love watching other people eat. And I think it's kind of cringy, but I think if you're someone who, and I'll shout this person out, it's Nakado Avocado. Like for example, when he first started posting his videos, he was so lean. And now I, he's like beyond obesity. So and like he has all these health problems and it's scary. And like, that's what the downside of it is, is that it can be very dangerous too. So just something to keep in mind. Um, be careful with that. And I don't know, that's like the dark side of it, but we're not going to get into that. We're going to stay in the positive. So that's kind of what full days of eating are general, just again, great for aspiration, inspiration, not aspiration. Oh my God. It's great inspiration for what you can eat yourself and just know at the end of the day, like you're never going to look like the person who's eating what that, what they're eating because everyone's metabolism is different. Their workouts are different. Even if you actually do the same workout, and eat the same things, you're never going to look like someone else. So what you have to understand is you have to take these as inspo and just learn and tweak it for yourself. Like I love Chrissy Chella. And when I see her full days of eating, I'm like, okay, how can I make this for me. Like I'm not a big oats gal, but maybe I can make that into a smoothie or something. So do what works for you. Don't rely too heavily on it. And also I'll be honest. Sometimes people lie in these things. I've done full days of eating where I've lied and I took out a bunch of stuff or I added in a meal because I was filming a full day of eating. And then I just happened to forget to fill my lunch or my dinner. So I took a lunch and a dinner from another day. Does it really matter? No, because my macro and calorie makeup of meals are pretty much similar throughout the day. But just a heads up, not everything you see on social media is real and don't take it super, super seriously. So that's the basics of a full day of eating. The one thing I will say about them that sucks is that there is such a stigma around it. I think that full days of eating 
if you're in the right mindset, they're great for inspiration. I think it's dangerous for mental, physical, and emotional health, especially for younger women, because a lot of the times that audience is so vulnerable to what they see on social media. And I think it's just getting worse as we are moving forward. I think there's way too many young people on social media that don't need to be on social media. And I think that when they see certain people eat a certain way, especially when it comes to food and nutrition and health, it's, it can be very damaging in the long run. They'll see, and maybe not even young women, maybe just women in general. And this is a woman, this is a female stand podcast. So we don't talk about men, but when women see that, it's almost like, okay, well, if I see what Chrissy Chella eats and I want to look like her, I need to eat what she's eating to look like her. And I love Chrissy Chella. So I'm just going to shout her out because she always has a disclaimer on her. It's like, just because I eat like this doesn't mean you have to, nor will you look like me if you eat like this. So keeping that in mind, there are still quite a number of women who will see these videos and think that that's exactly what they need to do. And then their like whole metabolism gets fucked up because they're probably not feeling their body correctly and they're probably eating a way they shouldn't be eating. Or maybe they find a way that they love to eat, which is great, but then they end up learning how to make it their own, which is awesome. And that should be the end goal of these videos. But I think in general, it's okay, I see this and now I have to eat this. Where it's like, no, you actually don't. You actually should look at this. Like, okay, this person can eat, can show me how they're still strong and they're still able to lift heavy while eating a crumble cookie or while eating a bagel for breakfast. And I think that that's why it's so, so important to really look at who you're following on social media and see how credible they are. Because if everything's just a clickbait, if everything's like a link in my bio for this discount code, like you're, it's all a money-making scheme at the end of the day, if that's what they're promoting. And if they're taking you through a full video using Alani new products, they're probably sponsored by Alani new and they get money for that post. And then Alani new gets money for that post. And guess who doesn't make money? You, you don't make money from that post. And you're probably going to have so many stomach problems because Alani Mew is just full of chemicals and it's so heavy. It's so supplement heavy that you don't need to take it, but you think you do because your favorite influencer is, and it's all just a crazy, crazy fucked up cycle. And that's one of the reasons I hate social media. Anyway, got that out. I'm going to move on staying with the whole sponsor theme into greens powders because you guys know I fucking can't stand greens powders. If there is any supplement, no, because that's I was gonna say if there's any supplement that's a complete waste of money, it should be greens, but it's definitely BCAAs. Like those are a complete waste of money too. That actually could go neck and neck. But I think even for greens powders, like you have the AG, the athletic greens that are and what's the one bloom or something. And every single person's freaking full day of eating is, I start my morning with my greens powder. And it's like, oh my God, no. Like, just stop. Stop. It's so weird. And every time I see that on my TikTok, I immediately just scroll the next video. I'm like, you're getting money to make this post. It's not a true what I eat in a day. I've literally been offered sponsorships for greens powders. And I'm like, I don't even take greens powders. Do you want me to lie to people and tell them I do? Because I don't, and I will not do that. Oh, 
I don't know. It's just so weird to me and so bizarre. And maybe I'm just one of those old school people who will never give in just for a paycheck. But I truly believe you have to promote what you believe in. So when I do my full days of eating, I am showing you I'm more likely than not eating a Rice Krispie treat. And that's not the only bad thing I'm eating. I'm probably going to have a cookie. I'm going to have some chips. I'm also going to have high protein. I'm also going to have my fruits and my vegetables. And I'm also going to have my healthy fats because life is all about fucking balance. That's what it is. And if you cannot understand that, if you're someone who is so like yo-yo dieting and like you have to go from one diet to another and you just don't understand balance, you need to find that out first before you even go into these full days of eating videos because that's going to fuck with your mind so badly. If you see someone eating a certain way, it does not mean you have to eat that certain way too. This is especially annoying when people like, for example, Whitney Simmons, like she just came out that she has celiac disease or she has an autoimmune disease or something. I don't quite know what it is, but she can't eat gluten or dairy. And just because she's not eating gluten and dairy doesn't mean you have to not eat gluten and dairy. You you're like, your body needs protein. Dairy is protein. Your body needs fucking gluten. Like, I don't understand. Unless you're, unless your actual doctor has prescribed you with a disease that says you can't eat gluten, then you don't need to be eating gluten-free. A, it's more fucking expensive. B, it tastes like shit. Let's be real. C, you don't need it. You are just doing more damage to your insides internally than you are doing good by taking out gluten or something that you don't need to take out of your diet. Everything should be well-balanced. Everything should be well-proportioned. And if you have a serious concern where you maybe you shouldn't be eating gluten or dairy, then go to a fucking doctor and have them test you out. And then probably get a second or third opinion because like doctors, I mean, I don't know. I feel like people are so quick now to be like, you can't eat wheat, you can't eat gluten or whatever. And I don't know why, but that's just my spiel with that. I think it's kind of crazy. But yeah, use full days of eating as inspo. It's not black or white. Use it as inspiration. Use it to see how people build a well-balanced plate with healthy carbs, lean protein, fruits, vegetables, healthy fats, etc. That's what it should be. And also have some flavor in your meals with sauces and seasonings and everything. And then enjoy your snacks because you need snacks in your life, as always. What I will say, though, is I forgot what I was going to say. What was I going to say? I don't even know. But um, yeah, you have what I will say is just take it with a grain of salt. This is like the 10th time I've said this, but it is so important that you understand that this is all about just inspiration and just to give you an idea of how to eat well-balanced meals how to hit your protein goal, how to hit your calorie goal, and all that good stuff. So take it with a grain of salt. It's not that serious. I will say, though, that if you are interested in more of the science behind it, you have to watch Abby Sharp videos on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. It's Abby, A-B-B-E-Y, last name Sharp, S-H-A-R-P. This is not the first time I've mentioned her on my podcast. I fucking love her videos. 
she gets so real and so honest with science to back it up. And she gives you the whys behind everything she's saying. And she's so credible. I love her videos. What she does is she'll watch, I think it started off with fitness influencers. And then now it's grown more towards, I guess, like any influencer on social media. Cause I know she did Alex Earl, I think once or twice. And then she also does celebrities who do like the Harper's Bazaar, what I eat in a day videos, things like that. And what I love that she does is she not only looks at them and tells and gives you like the real info, she also says, well, this is how I would eat it to make it more balanced. She's a registered dietitian, so she's credible. And just trust me, when you watch her and when you see how she speaks about it and just how she portrays everything, you're going to fall in love with her just like I did. I freaking love her. I think everyone should watch it, especially if you're someone who's learning more about nutrition, who wants to learn more about nutrition, who wants to get more invested and just everything. (laughs) And if you're on a health and fitness journey, I think she is such a great resource because like working out is the easy part. Nutrition is the hardest part. And the nutrition is ultimately what's going to make up how you look. So it's kind of a mindfuck that what's easier isn't necessarily what's more important, but it is what it is. Honestly, for some people, eating might be easier than working out. I don't know. I've never met someone like that. I've met people who say that working out is a lot easier than actually going to the kitchen and making a well-balanced meal because it's so easy to just snack on chips and salsa instead of eating a higher protein, more nutrient-dense meal. But, you know, you still got to eat your chips and salsa because life is all about balance and we know this by now. But I think we're done talking about full days of eating. I, oh, favorites always stress me out, but never mind. I did not have one. I'm going to say things that aren't my favorite. Oh, actually, I do have one. I mentioned it earlier. So a crumble cookie just opened in my town and I got it yesterday for the first time, and I really can't tell if I liked it because it's so hyped up or if it's actually good, but it's like, it's a good cookie. You know, I'm not raving about it. (laughs) I'm not super like, I'm going to go there every single day. I'm going to try all their weekly flavors. Like, eh, no, I'm not like that, but it's a good cookie. I mean, it's a lot, like it's heavy and it's very thick and I like cookies underdone. So I like it to be gooey. And that's what they do. And the flavors are very interesting. They're okay. I just felt like I was a fish and I needed to just chug so much water after because they're so freaking sweet. But listen, crumble cookies, not too bad. Um, We'll not be visiting there again consistently. But again, not terrible. I think it's worth a try if you haven't had it. Um, Yeah. And it's also kind of pricey. Like my four cookies were about $18. So definitely would rather have some rotisserie chicken and protein besides that. And I think that's where my, that's how you know you're a gym girly. When you'd rather eat chicken, like literally when you'd rather eat rotisserie chicken than a crumble cookie, that's how you know you are a protein girly. Oh, not only that, a rotisserie chicken with sriracha and mustard. Actually... I don't think I ever told you guys about this. Okay, so this is going to be my second favorite. I had another one, but maybe I'll just push it for next week. Um, 
hold on. Let me update this one for next week. Cause I know what my favorite is going to be. Okay. When I first got into, it's funny how some, how we're talking so much about beginners in this episode. When I first got into working out and health and fitness and nutrition and all that stuff, I didn't realize how many like calories were in condiments. So I, I'm, oh, I've always been a big condiment girly. And when I was getting really into it, I was learning, okay, well, there's easy swaps you can make. Like for example, mustard and sriracha, just for example, have virtually no calories. Like it's maybe zero to 10 calories. And what I started doing was combining mustard and sriracha. And it is so freaking good. Like this is going to sound so gross, but when I was in like a serious cutting phase, I would have sweet potatoes and chicken and I would put mustard and sriracha all over it. And it was so, so good and low calorie and great for you. And also when you're like, when I was seriously cutting, cutting, like trying to get super, super lean, it was the best food combination on earth. I think if I had that now, I'd probably throw up, but it was so good at the time. On that note, I hope you learned something from this episode. I hope something made you giggle. I hope you had a little chuckle out of it. And I hope you got a little bit more insight as to what a full day of eating is and what to look out for when you do see these type of videos. I hope you go give Abby Sharp a listen or a watch because she is so informative. And I hope you give me a five-star review or subscribe to my podcast. I hope you found everything helpful. Any feedback is always welcome. And I hope you have a great week. Have a good one.